This is a presentation from the Supernaut Network. Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey everybody, it's episode 93 of the Him and Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I know you came over right away and asked me if I watched a Super Bowl, which I thought was funny because I I was going to answer you and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to let you sweat it out. I was thinking that uh, as I was trying to watch it in between chase my kids around this afternoon, uh, I had the most anti-Super Bowl party. Like, it couldn't have been less of a party. It was still nice. It was enjoyable. But I was thinking about that because I don't have any interest in either team. I didn't. I don't have any squares this year. I don't really like one team more than the other. I didn't bet anything. I wasn't even eating homemade guacamole. I didn't even drink beer. I had nothing going on. So I was like, I don't have a big reason to watch this, but it's the Super Bowl, so I'm still going to... I still want to watch because it's, you know, the last game of the year. It's a big deal. And I thought, I could tell people, like, I don't really care. I don't really care about the game. It doesn't matter. It's not a huge deal to me. Uh, It doesn't matter if I watch it or not. But I would still be looking at my phone or trying to find a reflection in someone else's house of it being on. I would still watch it. And I think, I was like, I wonder if Dave is... But if he said, I was like, if you said, I'm not watching it, like, you'd be for real. I feel like I'd I'd be full of crap, but you would really not watch it. All day, like, my wife called me earlier. She got off at three and she's like, well, hey, I'm going to come home. Uh, We don't have, we're not, we're planning on going to any parties or whatnot. She's like, what time's the Super Bowl on? And I'm like, well, you know, I, three, probably a 3.30 game. I think there's a 3.30 Normally game. Normally. No, yeah, no idea. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> now, I knew who was playing in the game. game, but like, I plan to watch it if I happen to be sitting in front of the TV and the kids let me change the channel to something I wanted yeah, to watch. Yeah. So it was more of a manipulation thing where all day I had to figure out like, well, I'm going to let you guys watch some, get some stuff in early. But really? then I'm going to try to watch something at the, yeah. I thought you dropped the heavy hammer of, no, of I don't. Father because I don't want to hear him. So usually I'll just put my headphones on and drift away doing my own place. <laughs> I thought you would do the old 19, uh, I guess I was going to say fifties, but it'd be more of eighties father. Like I'm watching this. Probably. Yeah. Like how our dads would have right. done. Like this is what's going to be on. Go I understand where rocks. you're coming from. Uh, but this is just not the way it is anymore. And I, I, I <laughs> would glad. rather, you know, back then my mom was a house mom, mm. you know, so my dad would say, I don't care. Get out of here. We're not, I'm watching TV. And then my, we would be shooed away to my, for my mom to deal with. And you know what I mean? Right, so I don't right. have that. My wife works and I work. So no, I do the same thing. And I have a three-year-old and a 10-year-old. So they don't, they're always going back and forth and fighting. Usually I'm like, if they could play video games together all day, I don't, that's fine. <laughs> I'll sit here with them, but you know, I'll, I'll have my headphones on. Like I said, I'll be in my happy place. I was trying to earn as many points as I could. Like I went to work all day in this crazy ass Siberia weather. I don't know what you know what? Slap me if I say that again. I hate all these stupid puns. Shyrak, Siberian. <laughs> but um, I went to work in it, then I came home. I immediately started shoveling. I got the snowblower out. I was God for 45 minutes. I was tossing that snow everywhere. I worked, and then I came in. I was playing with the kids. I, I got my kids something to eat. I was playing. So I was doing these whole, like, in my mind, in my mind, I'm going, 
I'm, I'm earning I should have stayed out in the driveway for another <laughs> Right. But in my mind, I was going, I'm doing all these things. That way, when the, when I, when the game comes on, again, even though I don't have anything riding on it, but I want to watch it. When it comes on, no matter what the argument is, I'll go, well, I just got done shoveling. I just got done working. I just got done fill in the blank, you know? Which is a sad state of affairs instead of just going, this is what I want and starting to I have even less around. at stake than you do because I didn't batter any of the same things you have, but yeah. also I don't I don't really care that much. I, I mean, I don't follow football as closely as, as this majority of guys do. But with that being said, I did want to see it because I like Tom Brady. I'm it's it's sort of like how I was with baseball growing up. Like there's players that I like and I like to see them do well. So I was like, Well, this guy's damn good. Let me ask you about Tom Brady's teeth. Go Even ahead. if you're not a sports fan, you've had to have glimpsed ESPN or seen a, a magazine with him and Giselle Boonchin or something like that. Now, I know when you make a ton of money and you become rich and famous uh, and you get a model wife, you get your teeth fixed. I don't know if he had horrible teeth to begin with. but, but No, when, he got them fixed to be horrible. Right, but when they, <laughs> say, when they say fixed, it almost reminds me of... Uh, Man, what is is it? Me, myself, and Irene when he puts like chiclets. Nice. No, 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 no. It's uh, um, everyone out there is yelling right now. Uh, it's something about Mary. Something and about he didn't, Mary. He didn't what did put chiclets in. He got caps on his teeth, and then I she say? made a comment about him having chiclet teeth. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I feel like Tom Brady's teeth are they're like so amazingly white and big and perfectly square that they don't look like teeth anymore. They look like what an alien would think teeth look like. <laughs> like like a fence, like a picket fence. Yeah. Well, it's just like. If you were drawing someone, you're like, I'm going to draw this handsome man. And you take your pencil and you make a straight line and then put a couple uh, perpendicular lines for teeth. Those are his teeth. When you look at it, you're like, come on, no, dude. Like, that's... I don't know. I, I don't, they're I, too perfect. I want a little bit of a... Uh, you know? That's why I like Jewel. They're going every other direction. With... Uh, I did watch the Super Bowl. Um, I did actually enjoy watching the Super Bowl. It turned out to be an amazing game the whole way through. I mean, you couldn't ask for a more like exciting Super Bowl. What? Until the last 10 minutes, no. it got amazing. No, I, I thought it could go either way because you had no stake in the game. Yeah. I didn't either, but I'm, I'm looking at it like I don't watch too many football games, so this is the one I'm watching this season. Yeah. So to me, you know, it, it less, is, less is more, I guess. It, to me, I looked at it and I went, well, if I'm, this is the first football game I watch. It's pretty good. So Certainly. I had nothing else to compare it to for the season. So True. I was excited True. for my one football game. <laughs> right, right, right. Anyway, I thought it was uh, very interesting. I thought it was good all the way down to the last second. It is always crazy how in the Super Bowl, um, they're always, it seems like lately, many of them are decided by some last minute, crazy, fluky, wild play. Now, I know it's, you know, the stakes are high, so it seems more and, and it's, you know, they didn't hold anything back. You know, and, they, and, and you play every trick play that you have in your bag. But it just seems like the last several years has been down to the wire. Some crazy, weird, like, you have to replay it ten times. And this year it was, I don't know that guy's name, but he basically fell down. The defender slapped the ball and it just fell on his, and it fell right. on the uh, right back receiver's lap. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And then there was another interception. It was crazy. But, uh. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's almost like, um, I know they say like sports is the ultimate drama because anything could happen, you know, but it seems, it's uncanny how like the last several minutes could be crazy, like up in the air that way. What are you trying to say? I'm saying it's, I'm not, I'm not saying it's fixed. It's just so weird that it would, it's like a, it's like a better's a worst nightmare. You know what I mean? I just think it's funny how people get so crazy. Like I was already on 
Facebook directly after the game or watching Facebook while it was happening on Twitter and people are already like MF and Tom Brady. And it's like, for what? For what? Oh, you, well, you cheated. There's an asterisk in the book asterisk because yeah. of the, because the whole thing with the deflated balls or whatever. And it's whatever. like, who cares? Who really cares? No, that's dumb. But it does bring me to, uh, my next, it does bring me to my next topic, which is, uh, I asked you to come up with a dickhead face for this week. Mm-hmm. And originally I had told you earlier in the week because of what was going on with the news and everything with uh, the, the lead up to the Super Bowl that Marshawn Lynch was my dickhead face of the week. Dude has an amazing dickhead face. Yeah. I mean, and you know, he is a, an amazing dickhead. He's got a pirate beard mustache oh, he thing sucks. too. And you know what? I've noticed more football players are looking like baseball players, football players, but it seems like, I don't know, football players are out of control with the way they look. Yeah, well, I I think it's because that they have helmets on the majority of the game, so you can't recognize them, right? Like they're not, you don't remember them. They it's hard to market someone when you can't see their face. However, when you do get that shot of them, you know, post game, mid game, halftime, if they're crazy looking, now they stand out, <laughs> right. right? So like, I wouldn't be surprised if they look like, you know, Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean when they take the <laughs> helmet off, because it's like this is my thirty seconds. I better make them remember me. I would have like half my face painted. So I started out with him and I was I was confident that that was going to be my guy going into the stretch, but then I saw Pete Carroll. And I don't have you know like I said I'm not a big football guy, but this guy he looks like a California raisin or George Bush. I couldn't determine what was going on with his face, but he chews gum like a 14-year-old valley girl. <laughs> and it, I don't know. Do you agree? Do you see the guy? He oh, he's obnoxious. Yeah, he is obnoxious. Just everything about him reminds me of Harbaugh. The not the the one that was on the Bears. They both look like they have perfected the um, "I'm a nice guy" face, but you can tell it's a face. You know what I mean? They both look like they have that. Like, oh, I'm just I'm just a coach. Right. I like football, <laughs> but I feel like I can see through a tiny crack in their face, and there's something ridiculously horrible behind it. So I'm gonna go with Pete Carroll. My dickhead face of the week. Mm-hmm. I have a a boomerang out of right field weird one for you because this is a damn handsome man. However, there was a Super Bowl ad with one Pierce Brosnan in it. And the whole time he's sitting in his chair and the guy's pitching. Man, can I change to Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> the, this guy is, is pitching him. Uh, the, the ad was supposed to be like, hey, I got a gig for you. You know, I, I won't say gig because I'm not in it. But I got a, I got a, I got a, a role for you, and he's like, "Let me guess, action! It's an action movie." And the guy's like, "No." That and, irritates me already the way yeah, you're describing and, it. And apparently, he's trying to get him to just be in a commercial driving a car. That's the gig. But he keeps thinking, he keeps stepping in and going, and there's there's a tank gonna come out, and I'm gonna fly over it, or blah blah blah. Um, but the whole time he's interrupting this guy with his uh, spiel for the acting role, he's got this like, "I'm Pierce Brosnan," and yes. He's a handsome dude, but the whole time he looks as though, like, I just smelled a fart, and I'm sure it was an American who farted. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he looks like he just smelled, he looks like he just smelled like a Midwesterner's fart. I feel like I may have, I may have been bested already because I'm <laughs> thinking about it, and I'm like, man, that guy is, I, I don't like that. I don't like anything about him. But he's handsome. There's no getting around I his mean, handsome. I mean, he's like European handsome, though. He's like he, like stretched face, like they yeah, stretched his face out. He's just got those squinty eyes. I mean, I don't know. That's like people saying, like, there's people that, I mean, not just people. A lot of people feel that uh, Hugh Grant is attractive. 
But I would think Hugh Grant is he's quirky he's like Woody and Allen and like the European Woody Allen. <laughs> he's like quirky and aloof, you know. He's... Yeah, but I mean, whatever. I, I so I'm gonna go with Pete Carroll. You're gonna go with Pierce Brosnan. Yes. We Just so we know, this week. the last dickhead face we had, I picked Al Sharpton and you picked uh, Sean Penn. And it was overwhelmingly originally uh, the poll was up on the supernauts dot com webpage, and it was overwhelmingly Al Sharpton. And then the site crashed. They put it back up, and there I think it was like six to one at the end there. Mm, uh, Sean Penn, interesting. Hmm. So hmm. I don't know about the raw data, but I'm still gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna call it a wash. Okay. So they this, both could use this one. is where <laughs> this is where we're gonna start. Yeah. So I thought that that was, um, and I thought about it just now. It just came up to my mind. But the point is this. I want to up the dickhead face game. You know what I mean? Don't just pick some guy with a horrible face. Right. Cause it's not the ugly dude game. It's oh, it's the what's inside face. of you that brings your the dickheadness yes. out yes. in your face. It's the dickhead behind your eyes. What did you think of Katy Perry's performance? I liked it. Did you? I, li- I swear to God. Um Full disclosure, me and my kids were dancing oh, around. I, like I said, I was watching my kids. Here's the thing. I'm trying to watch sports with a three-year-old and a two-year-old. It's hard to keep them, you know, from, from lighting matches and throwing stuff at each other. But when Katy Perry comes out, I'm like, look, she's dancing, guys. Cool. She's got uh, boobies. You guys used to, you know, eat milk and drink whatever. So I'm trying to sell them on that. Next thing you know, she's doing California Girls or something. They always do like a medley. But I will say this. I will give her props for doing just her own stuff. I mean, I don't care. Right. Who, I don't care who wrote it. But a lot of times they come out and they do covers and they bring other bands out. And I know Lenny Kravitz comes out. Oh, he's he awful. He doesn't, count, he's as a, awful. he doesn't count as a real human or what? I don't count. He's like a robot with a guitar. I forgot me. how bad he sucks. I just don't. I don't, and they brought out Missy Elliott. I'm like, these are so irrelevant. I was telling my wife, I'm like, how irrelevant is Lenny Kravitz at this point? Where did Missy like, Elliott why would come we? From? I think it's a huge gig. I mean, you, the Super Bowl, of course, it's a huge. Katy gig, Perry yeah. was talking. They interviewed her before the Super Bowl, and she was saying, "Well, hey, there's like a hundred million people that watch the Super Bowl, right? So, sure. If I could, you know, you, all these eyes are going to be on me that may not have been on me before. There's going to be people of all generations, all age groups that that might normally not have tuned into a Katy Perry performance. What does she mean? That, it's super are, old white people. That's it. <laughs> That's it. But I have to agree with her. So that is a really great thing for her. If you come out there and do your thing. And I, I, I will agree. She did. The stage was cool. The way that it lit up. It was a, 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 the whole thing. I wouldn't go to see her, but no. I, I enjoyed the performance except for the lion thing. Her coming in on the lion. I don't, I don't get it. It was a little, it was, yeah, that was a little ridiculous. And her outfit was crazy. The fire. You know one. what? Like it was what you thought it's going to be. It wasn't, I don't like when, I don't like when it's, Justin Timberlake mixed with Britney Spears and Aerosmith comes out and it's this medley of like you everyone right. everyone knows who these people are uh, and they're playing Walk This Way and you guys know that song and you know this song yeah everyone knows Katy Perry but at least it wasn't this hodgepodge mess right. it was like you, you guys want bubblegum here's some really good looking bubblegum I, you know I, I would tell you she I mean like it or not she puts on a visually stimulating performance <laughs> well I'm, look who doesn't like a super hot chick with a ponytail just bouncing around singing. I mean, you right. know what I mean? It wasn't like, I didn't find it pretentious. I didn't find it weird. And like I was saying, they had dudes dressed up or maybe women dressed up like sharks and like sunshine <laughs> palm trees. and palm trees bouncing around. So yeah, my kids were way into it for about 30 minutes. As I, and I, so I'll agree with you as halftime shows go, 
because of the fact that she just came out there and did her thing. And then, like I said, I don't understand the addition of the Missy Elliott and the completely like out of left field Lenny Kravitz. It's like, why, who's asking yeah. for Lenny? I didn't see Well, Missy I guess where Elliott I was going coming. with that before is it's a pretty big gig. So yeah. there's a lot of people that were told like, no, we're not going to need you for this. Right. How do we settle on Lenny Kravitz? How do we settle on Missy Elliott? Uh, great question, but I'm either or. They were like, "Look, uh, I mean, Nikki, we only have this much money left over after Katy Perry. May, uh, maybe that's it. It's like, gotta be. Do you have any idea how much an animatronic lion costs? <laughs> Let me clue you in on a few things. Nicki Minaj and an animatronic lion can't do it. Now, 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 if you wanna, if you wanna come to the table and bring me a uh, a lion that breathes fire and is made out of tinfoil and Missy Elliott." Okay, we can start talking. But you think Nicki Minaj and Katy Perry in this? Get to, get, get, you walk right out the door. I, I would love to see the, the short list of people they had the money left for. And then they settled on. They're like, we're going to narrow this down to a hard 10. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, we got Pete Seeger. I th- he's dead, so we mark him off. Now we're down to it's nine. Not gonna make it. It's not going to make it. We have a super white ponytail chick, so we're going to need to... We're gonna need to urban somebody get it up Kid Rock bit. on the line. Can we get Suge Knight? Oh, he just ran somebody over. No, he's oh he doesn't even do music anyway. <laughs> uh, who a Snoop Dogg? Well, no. Because think about ESPN it. I mean, you, you got like Drake, who's super huge, right? There's a bunch of yeah. other like pop artists, uh, Taylor Swift, and I'm sure she was probably like, I'm not gonna share the. That's that's too. It would probably be... get one hot white chick. They get one. Right. That's you gotta mix it up. So it's a mixed cocktail, but she was good. I enjoyed the Super Bowl. I enjoyed soup Katie to nuts. Perry. I thought she was good. Yeah, I enjoyed Katy Perry. Soup to my nuts. My soup and my nuts enjoyed her. She was real good. I thought it was good. I'll tell you why they bring Missy Elliott back. I can't wait. I will tell you why. Okay, wait a minute. I'm trying to think of what, what exactly what year she came. But I had this thought this week when I was listening to. I listen to Spotify a lot of times when I drive. I plug it into the car when I work or do anything, and I I try to listen to new artists and I try to pepper in like oh what's you know new artists coming out and i check different playlists i always end up coming back to 90s music right i always end up doing it and finally at 34 years old i said you know what i'm not gonna be ashamed of it anymore i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm gonna stop making excuses for why 90s 1990s are the best decade ever i'm just gonna stop i'm gonna stop saying like uh oh well every decade just, they're not the all 90, jamiroquai all the time the 90s is the best decade and I keep going. Look, couldn't agree with you less, but go on with your point. Listen, my my when I grew up, my sister was all '80s all the time, and she would listen to '80s music, and I would hang out, and that's what it was. And she stayed with it. Um, my father-in-law, it's like classic rock all the time. I'm owning it now. 1990s are the it's the best decade. I'm 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 st- I'm gonna stop arguing about it. I'm gonna stop going. Well, everyone has their own opinion. It's just what it is. They are. The, it is the best decade, and I'm tired of saying maybe it's not. And so that's why they brought Missy Elliott back, because they know, too. So I'm not the only one that knows. She did have a hit. Think about it. If you grew up in the Chicago area, Jordan won't stop winning championships. So sports in the 90s is amazing. You got... Well, basketball. Baseball, horrible. Uh, football, horrible. Hockey. Not horrible. I mean, there's moments, but the point... You're, you, you're talking about six championships. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good. I mean, you had you had the, the Ronick and the Blackhawks. They they were they were doing their thing. Yeah. Okay. But nobody cared about hockey back then. Fine. Watch basketball because they're winning six championships. Okay. okay. But to say sports is pretty. 
It's pretty general. If you're living in our area, you watch the best basketball basketball player ever do his thing for six championships. You can't LeBron? beat that. <laughs> yeah, LeBron. Uh, the music, it was the '90s was fantastic. There's just no damn argument for it. Um, Could be probably one. But. Britney Spears made Catholic schoolgirls hot again. That went out for a while. She brought it back. Thank you, '90s. Um, now they don't have Catholic schools anymore. So, uh, you know what else about the '90s too? Okay, you look at '90s videos and you go, the fashion looks silly and it looks dumb. Do you know what the '90s were? They were damn comfortable. I never look. You 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 want to look good now? You have to wear like a fitted shirt and you have to, your haircut has to be like, you know, high. You have to have the the young Republican. Uh, you have to have. So it's it's everything is tighter and like fitting because well, people because, are more con- health conscious and that's yeah the, that's the trend. Well, it's all about like I don't know what it's about. I don't know gluten free, gluten free. Everything's about being like skinny and like everything fits you to make you look so thin. Nineties fashion, dude. You had flannels, thermals. That's under- awful, dude. Thermals, awful. Under- thermals underneath t-shirts. That's okay, but the, f- I'm, the flannels in Baja's awful. Dude, I'm bringing it back. Listen, no, please listen, do not. My Just, wife told me the other day. She's like, "I know it's silly, because but that's when, but that's when we grew up, and that's when we met." She said, "There's still something in 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 the the deep recesses of my heart." For she's like, "If you put on a, a long sleeve thermal and a t-shirt over it, and put on some camel pants, it's over, it's over, it's done." She's gonna murder you. It's, I'm I'm gonna bring the the magic. Back. You're gonna have I'm another kid. You. Yeah, I'm. I will get the. <laughs> The operation reversed. You don't need to. It just blow right through. It it probably would. Thank you. You're making my point for me. It would be that strong of a connection. So I'm bringing it back. So don't be surprised if I V-necks done. V-necks are out. I'm You're just going to stop washing your Baja and wear it everywhere you go all the time. Stop washing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to keep up with the dirty Baja. I'm going to thermals underneath band t-shirts or whatever t-shirts i want i i sent a message to me they have to be 90s band t-shirts no no okay. you, can, you can update it you can gotcha. okay you can tweak it a hair i'll put a lights over bridgeboard shirt on over uh, a thermal uh combat boots comfortable right super comfortable jeans we'll that are ripped up comfortable so i mean i'm just tired of making excuses i mean i'm still wearing clothes that i bought in the 90s but they were you 80s go. you know geared from the 80s I mean, the band T-shirts were all bands that were only popular in the eighties. Right. So. I'm gonna start saying "psych" again. I'm gonna start saying like, "Wow." You do that thing where you make a circle on your wrist, and when someone looks at it, you hit him in the arm. I'll be like, "You looked at my finger. That means you're gay." And I'm gonna punch you. I'm gonna start saying "What's up" all the time. I have to tell you that uh, this week I thought I had uh, I thought I had cancer again. This is sort of a long, elaborate story. I'll try to cut it down as as best I can. But I got time. Me and you went to again. Like it's sort of like an every Tuesday thing when I'm available. uh, We go to a place where there's like these big uh, what do you call them? Like inflatable bounce bounce houses houses for our kids. So I take my daughter, and uh, you take your two children, and we go and we watch our kids play. And I. The last time you had invited me, I, I agreed to go begrudgingly, but I agreed to go. Um, and I got there and I was playing with my kid for 10 minutes, hoping you would be there so your kids could play with my kid and I wouldn't have to anymore. And then you texted me and were like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. And I'm like, this is the mo- biggest nightmare ever because now my kid's all about playing with me. And um, dun, I was dun, picking dun. her up and throwing her and doing all this. And I I did must have done something. I don't know what it was, but. 
over the next couple of days, I had like a low grade fever for like two weeks and I came home. I was actually at work driving around and I said, man, something hurts in my chest. I have this weird feeling. So I came home and my wife is a nurse and is getting her master's in nursing. So I said, uh, we were having a birthday party for my son. And I said to a couple of my family members, I said, Hey, I got this weird, like bump in my chest. Can you feel it? So I was going around and having everyone feel this bump. I'll never get tired of asking, you know, being asked that question <laughs> where your solar plexus, like below, mm-hmm. you know, right there, your xiphoid process. Right. So everybody's like touching mine and I'm going around feeling, you know, everyone's chest and trying to, and in the most non, I was so concerned so my mom's there. She's worried. My wife's like, you know, my wife, since I've known her, I've told her I've had the flu. I've come in with blood gushing out. I burnt, you know, last year I was running my uh, snow blower and I burned myself and I burned my coat, started myself on fire. Um, and she usually rolls her eyes or I tell her, hey, I have the flu. I'm not feeling good. And she's like, you're fine. You don't have the flu. You had a flu shot. It's impossible. You know, she never believes me. But for whatever reason, so she felt my chest and, and she got concerned. She, I could see the look in her eye. And she's like, this might be the one. She's and like, I don't know what that is then. What I mean, that means is I always think I have cancer no matter what. This was this this predated uh, WebMD. This predated that. Um, three out of my four grandparents died of cancer. However, they all died of a smoking cancer. So it's, you know. Okay. And I don't smoke. But um, with that being said, she felt it. And she's like, I definitely feel something. So now I'm concerned because usually she's always dismissive. And she's like, she kept on looking over at me and doing this thing with it where she goes, like out of the corner of her eye when she'd see me touching it. And I'd be like, I mean, I, I don't know. It's just probably my xiphoid process. I, I don't know. I mean, I felt, I definitely felt something. She's and I said, up. She's like I, getting your kids. The kids, hug your daddy. Hug I, them. I, I was telling my mom and I was telling, you know, some of my family was like, oh yeah, there's like a, like a lump or something. And she, and she kept, my wife kept referring to it as a mass, which even made it worse. Oh, Cause I'm like, you don't say mass. Nobody says mass. I don't want to attend a mass. I don't want to have a mass. No mass. There's never been a mass I want to be involved in. Just like Roberto Duran said in his fight with Sugar Ray Leonard, no mass. <laughs> but so, you know, the the next couple of days are going by and I keep telling her, hey, I'm not going to go to the doctor. I don't want to spend the money. I'm sure it's going to go away. And every day, like I, it, when I stretch my back, I could feel it cracking like my knuckles. Like it makes like a cracking sound. Really? And I feel it. And I'm like, maybe, maybe it's a ligament. Maybe that's what I'm, I'm thinking. Well, you know, I've read everything there is on tumors and usually they're hard and they're not movable. And this can't be a tumor. I want to see your Google search bar that says like, what sound does, what kind of cancer do I have when this happens? Popping cancer sound. So cancer sound popping. Like you're trying different variations. I went on WebMD. I went online and every, so I literally typed this into Google. Uh, I have a lump in my chest uh, in the area of my xiphoid process. That's why I want to see you. I saw a hundred. I read, I clicked on a link that said the same thing I did pretty much. And there's a hundred people saying from, this is back from starting in 2006 all the way to current date where I was reading people that said they had this same issue. And they're like, people were coming back and, you know, saying, Hey, I, I did go to the doctor. The doctor said it was nothing, nothing to worry about. It's just your xiphoid process. And I'm thinking, well, I would know I've had a xiphoid process my whole life, right? So whatever. Well, it ended up where I, I had my fever had gotten to a point where I, I just felt sick. So I was going to go to the doctor anyway. Well, were you were you swayed one way or the other? Like when you read reviews that said it's no big deal, were you like, like yes. elated? Like, oh, I was, God. but my wife kept on with the, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And like I said, because the way she reacted in the They're past, I'm like, doctors. this, could, this yeah. is just regular Listen, people. Listen, I'm, I'm a master's level nurse and... 
anyone can make a blog, Dave. Yeah. That's the thing. So I go, I make an appointment, I go to the doctor and I go in there and I talk to his nurse, which isn't his regular nurse. It's a substitute nurse. And I'll be honest. I, I, I go to the doctor a lot and I, uh, but I've never seen this nurse before. So I, she goes, well, what's going on? And I said, well, you know, I got this a fever and I'm not, I think I might have the flu and, but I did get my flu shot, but, and then, you know, just, there's this other thing where I, I have like a, 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 a lump in my chest. Okay. So you have chest pains and a flu. I go, no, no, I don't have chest pains. I'm not having, I know I'm a little overweight, but I'm yeah, not having chest. I don't chest want the doctor to think I'm having a heart attack here. Right. 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 Got a mass. And she's <laughs> yeah. like, okay. So she types something into her cause now they do all the records on the computer. She goes out into the hallway. She's talking to somebody, another nurse I'm, I'm hearing. <laughs> But she's not talking about me. That's sort of concerned because I'm thinking she should have went right out and started brainstorming. Like, what could this guy's problem be? He's complaining of this. He's complaining of that. You wanted like an episode all business. Of, you wanted like an episode of House. You wanted right. like a whiteboard where he goes symptoms, right. chest pain, and then you wanted like the handsome like Aussie to go like, well, it could be this, and just scratch it off. And Who wouldn't this, want that? A snarky comment. The doctor comes in, and I have to I have to tell you, my doctor is he's a pretty funny dude. He's got a, he's got a really good bedside manner. He's always like, uh, he's always sort of like cutting up, but, uh, I, I fully intended him to say, listen, this is literally out of my area. I'm going to send you to a specialist. Cause he's done this to me before. You, were, you legitimately were that far. Like in your head, yeah. you thought, Oh like- yeah. I, I was literally thinking about making a videotape and for my kids to watch later in life of me telling them about like, now you're, you're married. Congratulations. Like Michael Keaton <laughs> yes. in that movie. Yes. So he comes in and he You're goes, like, uh, cry. like, this is how you shave. <laughs> always shave, always shave down. Simone, you two always shave down. So he, I'm sitting, he goes, he tells me, uh, out of your mind. he comes in and he goes, uh, what's going on? You know, it says here that you have the flu. I go, yeah. You know, and he goes, okay, well, you know, what's going around or whatever. Did you get your flu shot? I go, yeah, I got my flu shot. He goes, hop up on the chair. Well, I start taking my shirt off. He's like, no, not necessary. And I go, well, there's another thing in that. It's in the, if you keep on reading, it says that I got this lump. He's like, well, so you, so you got chest- your pants. Off. He's like, well, you got chest pains or you have a lump? Cause it says you got chest. I go, no, no, no. She was wrong. I got a lump. And he's like, okay. So checks my nose, checks my ears, listens to my heart, listens to my lungs. And then he goes, all right, I'm going to write you a prescription for an antibiotic. You know, flu's going around or whatever. Um, you could either wait it out. A lot of people don't want, he's an Indian guy, so he doesn't, it's not this smooth, but he goes, mm-hmm. you know, you could either wait it out or you can, uh, take the medicine, whatever. It's good for a year. So do what you want to do. But again, this is, and I said, but nowhere near your symptoms. but though. I go, Hey, but this is this other thing. I, I just want you to check out. I got this, this thing in my chest. He goes, yeah, you, I read that. He goes, what's the deal with that? And I said, well, I mean, recently I've, I've had this problem where in my chest I have this thing where I lean back and it cracks and I, I've got a pain and I feel like there's some sort of like physical like lump. And he goes, okay. And he go and he's just writing the prescription on the computer. He goes, I, I do the prescription on the computer now. I don't, I don't handwrite it. So you just go ahead and get that from the nurse on your way out. And I'm like, we don't want to like palpate it or touch it. He goes, no. I go, why? He goes, it's nothing. And I'm like, well, dude, you didn't, even, you didn't touch uh. it. And he I goes, hate that. he, he takes his phone out and he's laughing to himself. And he goes, you, you goes, you got an iPhone. I go, yeah. He goes, you got the app store. I go, well, yeah. Cause I got an iPhone. He goes in, he goes, this, I don't know the name of it. He, he to- shows me his phone. He goes to an app on his phone, which is like some, you know, some doctor app or whatever with some skeleton pictures and all. <laughs> he brings up a picture of a skeleton and it rotates 360 degrees. He highlights a xiphoid process. He goes, yeah, here's the problem. 
your xiphoid process you're feeling i go yeah but but how do you know he goes well because you're pointing to it Without that's the area feeling it though i go that's the area and he goes yeah your xiphoid process i go it feels weird he goes well he goes really he goes when's the last time you felt it before this started happening i go never he goes so how do you know it feels weird and i go well I mean, I just started because, feeling it. It feels like I've never felt it before. I've never touched it, it before. Feels like. I've never touched it before. It's it's really irritated. He goes, "Stop touching it," and the, and I'm like, "Yeah, but but it's it's like protruding from my chest, and I'm feeling it." And it's I got a mass doc. I, I sort of yeah, I got something going on there. And he goes, "Uh, well, you know, my, I, you're fine." It, he goes, "It's a joint." So that'll happen from time to time as you get older, or whatever. It's just like your knuckles, like you said. What? That's the same thing. He goes. You wouldn't believe the amount of guys who come in here with the same complaint. And I go, you know what, doctor? I have to be honest with you. I do sleep on my stomach because we had talked about sleeping and I tried to do your, your stupid sleep thing. And you sleep I on your back. Well, no, I try to, but like every like night I wake up and I'm my, both my fists are balled up in my solar plexus. <laughs> and he goes, you don't think that that may have irritated the area? I so go you're sleeping. Oh, on I your... just... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I go, well, uh, yeah, maybe. And he goes, let me do you a favor. He goes, this app, it costs $25 or $24.99. I go, yeah, okay. And he goes, what's your copay? I go, $25. He goes, I think we could figure that. He goes, from now on, he goes, I know it's going to be taking money out of my pocket. Buy the app. Buy the app. He goes, actually, there's a free one you could try first before you come in here. So I'm thinking, this guy is obviously thinking like, is he dismissing me all the time like, because he thinks go, I'm a hypochondriac? Just go on iDoctor.com. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what it says in my file. I've amassed so I am I've amassed so many <laughs> oh, false that cancer complaints that this guy's like, I'm not even looking at it. It's like uh, Seinfeld when Elaine has her chart. That, she's like, please, please don't write in it. I feel like the doctor's like, you will only be happy when you die of cancer. So I'm just going to let nature take its course. And, you know, if you get cancer, good for you. He's like, I'm going to roll the dice and assume it's not cancer every time. If I'm wrong, hey, I'm just a normal doctor. It's one, it's one I have, guy. I have to refer you to an oncologist anyway. <laughs> right. But so uh, but I, felt I, mean, like, I felt like a huge moron because then he said, hey, I told him, I said, you know, I did look on WebMD. And for the first time ever, it told me I didn't have cancer. Because it said it's the it's, it's the one area that like if you did, it's like a 0.1% that you would get a tumor there. And even if you did. It's like 0.5% that it would actually be a cancerous tumor. And it would only be a cancerous tumor if it metastasized from somewhere else. And he and he's looking at me like, well, you did all the research. Why are you here? I'm like, yeah, I did have that fever, though. Because so thanks. We got that. You know, I mean, we I still needed to really get it done with that. My scalp's dry. I just wanted to bring that up. But what kind of a doctor says, do you just do WebMD? Well, he didn't. This was a this was an actual like it wasn't WebMD. But I, how great could it be? It's an app, obviously dude. Ben. He thinks I'm I'm insane. Yeah, but why? I'm surprised he, he didn't want... write me a prescription for a psychologist. Why wouldn't he just want your insane money every time you keep coming? Well, I mean, he took a Hippocratic oath. <laughs> I guess that's it. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. So I told him. I he goes. So what did you find out? I said, Well, WebMD told me I didn't have cancer, and I go, and then I I did look at some you know some Yahoo questions and some, and he goes, What did it say? I go. It was without a doubt one hundred percent of people saying they all spoke to their doctor and they, they said it was nothing. Solar plexus, xiphoid process. He's like, "What's your copay?" All right, thanks. right, thanks dude. For humiliating. One of the most humiliating experiences of my life. It's you know what? It's just the um, 
it's just like I feel like it's just this evolution of of demasculation that we're on. It's like every step, every week, something happens that every week something happens that goes like, I could have swore I was in my thirties and I could have swore I was a man, but I guess not because you keep going to the doctor and he's telling you basically just check out an app. I went to get my oil changed and if I couldn't have gotten any lower and if tanning booths hadn't done it and if all the other things of of handing electricians the tools while he did the real work (laughs) didn't do it, I go in to the normal place I go. Now, understand this. Push comes to shove, I can change my oil. I can. I'm sure. If push came to shove. Push has never... Would be the best... Push has never... Push has never come to shove, and I have 25 bucks that I'm okay to part with. So I take it in very quick, and it's, I mean, I got 20 minutes. I can play on my phone. No one's bugging me. I love it. So I take it to this local place that I always take it to. They're real good. They know me. They take care of me. Everything's great. I bring it in this time, and I say, hey, do you guys have a time to do an oil change? I don't even need to make an appointment. They say, yeah, sure, no problem. Let me see your keys. Okay, cool. I give them my keys. We'll go get it. I hear the doorbell ring, the jingle jingle, you know, of like, uh, you right. know, mechanics have that old like bell that tells mm-hmm. you when people come in and come out. They use it for audio skits. I hear that bell ring and this woman walks in, grabs my keys, goes to my car, starts my car, pulls it in, and I see her begin to go to work on my car. And dude, I was, I was easily as nervous and as you. And your manhood. I was <laughs> easily as nervous as you in the doctor's office. I, I I put my Cosmo down. I stopped reading it and I looked through the window and I'm just like, "No, I got this. It's fine. I'll just do it myself." I'm just like, "Oh shit, is she? Oh, that that must be the girl that." Uh... Did you think about acting handicapped? <laughs> it didn't occur to me. How, what would I have done? How could I? Have I don't. Out? You're not going to get me to make an. <laughs> I mean, you mean like men, like physically, or, or what do you? Whatever mean? Whatever you have to do in order to make it okay. I like should to have. Like, like you know, I don't. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to do an invitation, but right. you get where I'm going with this. Yeah, I will, it would have behooved me to sort of drag like my right hip as I was walking. <laughs> like Kaiser so safe. If I would have just started drooling out of the right side, of my, like the whole right side of my body doesn't work. And I was like, I used to love changing my oil. It used to be a thing. I would all, every four Saturdays, I would change my oil. But Afghanistan. <laughs> right. You know, after the war, I can't do it myself. <laughs> Uh, I should have dragged. I should have done. I should have made some sort of display. For God's sakes, even tussled the right side of my hair. Like done something to make it look like I had a stroke, and that's why I couldn't change my oil. But this this girl, dude, and I'm talking not like, not like your hardware store woman. Like I've been playing with two. I'm like a twenty something, like, like younger. A pixie. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. Tori Amos walks in, starts. Unscrewing my bolt to get the oil out, but dude, and I'm watching her, and I was just thinking, like, well, maybe, maybe that's like the owner's daughter, and she just, you know, her, her daddy pays her daddy pays for her car payment, and uh, you know, she doesn't really work her way, and she's she's not really worth. She's much. just gonna be the one that puts a sticker on your yeah. windshield to let you know when you need your next one. She comes here on Fridays in order for dad to pay her mortgage, or rent, or college, what have you, tuition. She comes in here and she parks cars for him. No, dude, no. She starts unscrewing. She starts working. At this point, I couldn't even watch anymore. I pretend like I didn't know. I stuck my head in my phone. I started marathoning the wire a little more <laughs> with with uh, Wi-Fi. But she comes in, and I sw- I'll be damned if she didn't give me a look. Like, 
you pussy. As she hands the keys to the woman, go ahead and cash out. That'll be I, whatever it costs. You know what I mean? She's like, that'll be X amount of years off your life. And she may have said a financial amount, but to me what she said was, uh, that'll be one-fifth of your balls. That's one-fifth of another slice, okay? Each time you do something like this, Ben, you lose a little more of your balls. And you know, in your mid-30s, you don't have a... a you don't have a lot. You've already... This ain't your first... Your, your balls have already this, been cut down to, to one-third anyway. This isn't my first swing and miss when it comes to masculinity, right? So I, I'm clinging on to every last pube at this point. She just gives me that look. I end up paying. And I was so low, I was like... She's like, do you want wipers on? Do you want, do you want me to put new wipers on your car? And I just went, just go ahead. Just go ahead. Just well, go ahead. Just put new wipers on. It's funny that you bring that up because I was actually, me and my son and wife were watching the Super Bowl and there was a, an abundance of commercials that were pro-female and anti-male. Like specifically, there was one ad where it was like, they, had, they were asking a bunch of little boys to throw like a girl, punch like a girl, run like a girl, and then they had little girls doing it. Saw that. And I laugh because I'm thinking when the little girls did it, they were trying to prove a point that like they run like little, but I still laughed. I was like, that's still how a girl runs. <laughs> All I kept thinking was that And commercial. let me tell you something. No girl punches like Ronda Rousey, except for Ronda Rousey. You know what I mean? They're, it's such a small, don't, let's, let's call it what it is. Yeah. You know, most guys can't punch correctly. So to say, like, oh, we're showing here that, you know, girls can punch, you know, this is the way girls punch, and it's right, too. It's like, most dudes can't run. Most dudes are un- unathletic, unfit. I mean, the majority, yeah. at least Americans, yeah. you know, um, they can't uh, punch, they can't jump. They, so for any guy to sit there and be like, well, I'm offended by this commercial just because of the fact that it's saying girls can do things the same as guys, we're all pathetic. Yeah. There's really only, like... You know, uh, uh, what do you say? Like twelve percent or seven, maybe some seven percent of the population that's actually looks graceful in doing anything that they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I thought was the, the most hilarious part. I was like, man, it really, they're like pounding it in your head. Unless you count online gaming or sci-fi critiquing. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, everyone does look. We're all equal. Bad, bad news. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I saw that same commercial, and oh, dude, I was fine with it. What? What? Do your thing. Whatever. Not a but, surprise. No, I mean, I don't, dude, I don't care. But the whole time, all I kept thinking is like, I, I think a couple episodes ago, I went on a 10 minute rant about how women don't know how to run, how they look silly. So it's like, show us how a girl runs. Men think women run silly. Men think women run stupid. They don't know what to, you know, and I'm like, well, they don't know what to do with their hands. And it's like, well, how do you think a little girl should run? And the girl's like, I, it means run as fast as you can. And I'm like, you know, with your hands all stupid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, look. Do your thing. Can't fight City Hall. Run, girl. Run. It is what it is. Be the best softball player you can be. But just know that when your wrists are flopping around like Animal from the the Muppet Show, don't come crawling to me and being like, hey, I don't know what to do with my wrists because you said you were fine. But we all know that no one knows what to do with their wrists. I wasn't offended as a man. I was offended as a rational, smart human being. You, you know what I'm saying? Commercial? Just because I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And you know what? It's a football game. Put this on during tennis. Don't don't be you trying know to. What? Had Ray Rice not beat the hell out of his woman on video? <laughs> it started it all. This it is his did. fault. It's like we gotta th- we gotta throw these chicks a bone. We gotta throw them something. It was like, well, they probably can't catch it. So hopefully it's something soft. We gotta let these women like an oven mitt. We or... gotta let these, we gotta underhand toss these women a bone. Is the <laughs> thing about it? Because I mean, if they're gonna be changing Ben's oil. 
and Ray Rice is going to be hitting them. We got to find a middle ground. We got to empower them. I agree. That's fine. No, I mean you knew that was coming. Yeah, dude. I Super Bowl I, was. Com- I knew there was going to be a couple. Well, like, every week no they show more. they start doing that. Yeah, domestic violence. No more. Right. And the little girls cussing one about. You remember that one that we talked about before with the little girls oh, swearing or whatever? Right. With like women don't make as much as men. Yeah. The other thing I was going to. When I said I was insulted as a rational, smart, average, intelligent human being. Sure. Is uh, a couple of days ago we were talking and you were telling me how you are horrible at origami. I don't even know how we got on the subject. Oh, dude. It's not that I'm horrible at origami. It's that I'm not smart. Yeah, well, origami. I mean, that's the that. If that is the the <laughs> should be a the ruler stuff. that you're measuring yourself by. I mean, hey, you know what? <laughs> well, here's what happened. My sister-in-law brought this book over. Uh, she was babysitting my son. She was watching him, and she brought this book over. And it was like paper airplanes. And the other book had a bunch of, you know, you 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 pull this paper out and you you fold it at the dotted line and you. And you fold this flap over, and you fold this flap over. And dude, I have easily moderate to severe ADD. By the time I get to like the second flap, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the bird's beak? Let me just draw it on. Like I can't. <laughs> so I tried to sit down and do it with my son. So I tear this piece out, and I, this was like a. I would do. I wasn't making like. Um, I wasn't making like a. A seventeen pointed lotus flower. It was. Just, it was like a swan, like the kind people do with like towels at a fancy hotel. It was four folds or something. Well, I'm looking at the instructions, and I think I read one, and then I read two. And I was like, yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. I, I didn't bother with three or four. So I try to do this, like, stupid swan. And my brother, after me, sits down. He makes a swan, and his looks like a swan. Mine looks like um, one of those ducks I used to throw when I worked for the field training <laughs> dog trials. It looked like some, like, dead duck that walked out of a burlap sack. Uh, mine looked stupid and he was laughing and then my wife looked and she started laughing and I'm like, why is everybody, why is this so funny? And they're like, dude, it's like, it's not that hard. You just got to fold on this and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh Oh, this is bad news. <laughs> Everyone else thought it was super simple. And they're like, and they're, and they're like having to walk You're trying me through to pretend it. you were special needs. Dude, I had <laughs> flashbacks of when my mother, and this isn't long ago. This is this winter, like Christmas, like everyone was making the snowflake. You know, like uh, you you right. fold a piece of paper a couple times. Well, you know, I apparently am working on it. Like where you fold it a couple times and you cut it and you make a snowflake out of it and you put it on your window and you, you're a parent. Uh, I swear to God, I screwed it up three or four times in a row. Like my wife would make these snowflakes and mine just looked like, <laughs> dude, they weren't even like remotely the right shape. It was just a bunch like, of dicks. I was just, <laughs> I was just <laughs> was i didn't understand it at all and i my mom who i've mentioned a couple times on the show uh god bless her but i don't know that she's smoking any <laughs> college entrance exams i and i mean that in the nicest way possible my mom is explaining to me slowly no this is the corner piece ben you have to cut the <clears throat> edges and that makes the snowflake and i was like i had flashbacks of that so as i'm as i'm doing it i started going like man this origami Simple origami. This is like a this is like a moron test. It's like an SAT test. And I mentioned that to my wife. I go, this is like an SATs for dummies. And she's like, well, what'd you get on your SATs? And I said, I don't know. I don't think I ever took them. I have no idea. If I took them, I never bothered to get the results. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't know what it is. So my brother, like, threw the gauntlet down. He's like, dude, you got to take your SATs. I said, I'm 34. 
the fuck? Why, why am I going to take my SATs? Because I want to know how dumb you are. Like, basically, I want to know how... Like, yeah. You act like you're stupid, but you talk all the time, so maybe it's in the middle. Like, let's, let's hammer this down. Yeah, but the thing is, when you take your SATs when you're supposed to take them... Mm. You you're you're in the midst of being educated. You're you've immersed stopped in being arithmetic. educated. Yeah, you've been you've not been educated for at least fifteen years. That's why he said I should get some of those SAT prep uh, books. Like, don't they make like some? Yeah, you know, like, like, like practice test ones. Yeah, like you study this for a week or something. Why don't you just take an IQ test? Because like an AIDS test, I'm scared to death to take an IQ test. Well, this is funny. So you told me this story, <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm. I'm pretty smart. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be bashful about it. I'm very smart. I am a sniper. So, I shoot from the outside, like you said. I never claim to carry any water. Well, listen how dumb I am. So I go online and I I find an IQ test and I'm like, it says free I, free IQ test. So I'm too scared. To I take took them, dude. a 44 question IQ test that was probably had to be. I mean, this wasn't a normal IQ test. I've never seen anything like this. This was something that had to have been something like an entrance exam for. I mean, like an Ivy League college. Are you going to Cornell I, now? I took this seriously <laughs> because I, I looked at the like... first couple of questions that were like pattern related. Like, you know, they start you off. So they don't do the Baloo is a bear thing, but it, I mean, it's not. A wuzzle means to wix. A tippet is a, or a mix. A tippet is a basket. It sort of starts you out like that, and then it gets progressively harder, and it moves to, from for different categories, whether it's like your verbal skills, your your analytical skills. So, um. I did the 44 questions, which I didn't see that we were supposed to do it in a time limit or whatever, but I took my time and I tried to figure it out with my fingers and my toes. And at the end of the thing, I pushed the the button and then it told me that uh, I had to pay $15 to get the results. And I'm like, I really don't know that bad because you know why I thought to myself, I don't think I did that well. But and if you pay, you immediately have to take like forty points off, right? Because right? like, probably you were dumb enough to pay. It's for almost it. like you talked about before with one of those tests that after you answer all the questions, the la- the teacher tells you read now read it before you take it, and the right. last one says, "Hey, right. don't answer it." Questions one through fifteen. Right. So I was like, you know what? It's just better left. Let me believe I'm smart. I know my mom told me I was the smartest of my brother and sister from my IQ test back when I was a kid, and I don't your I don't believe your IQ ever changes. Because mm. your IQ just measures, and I'm not fact-checking this, but I believe it measures your ability and your aptitude to learn and to take in information. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're smart. It just means that you're able to process information. It's like my Madden theory. I won't go in yeah. another day, another day, but I have a Madden theory. I'm so people, people are born with a certain amount of, of smarts. Yeah, and you attribute that to whatever category. You can but, build on that. But I... It was a huge mistake, and and I I basically <laughs> circled my wagons around to the same place you did because I thought, well, I'm going to take this 44. I'm going to see what I get, hmm. and when I get a great score, which I know I will, then I'm going to challenge Ben to it because hmm. I already know how well I did. Yeah. But once I saw how hard the questions were, I'm like, this is a bad idea because I'm going to get brought down to earth here. I might be under 100. I don't. I, I could be in the night. I, I don't. Is that good? Is I think. Bad? I think it means you shouldn't have a driver's license, and Uh-oh. you probably could. Collect disability. Oh, okay. It's getting better. So there's that. Getting but better. Liking it. I agree with you. Go 100%. On. I was laughing when you said, I don't want to know because it's just, it's, it's Dude, just, nothing good can come know. of it at this it's point. It's like, it's like, I swear, I've been married forever. I have no reason to ever be scared, but every time I'm like, do you want to, you know, like when you go to take a physical, it's like, we're going to pull for this and HIV. There's a tiny part of me that goes, oh, shit, I don't want to. 
but, but it would that's be no how I different with- if you say you passed away, you know, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, God forbid. And your buddy fuzz, your kids looked up to you. They only know the, mm. the greatness of you. Of They have no idea who you really are, but they, you're dad. And then you get a buddy of yours that comes in and goes, let me tell you the real story. <laughs> That's what you don't want to happen. It's like, right. I, I don't want, I just, let's, let's all just agree that I'm pretty smart. I read books. Don't look behind the curtain. Pay yeah. no attention to the man behind the curtain. So you, you saved me. And you saved yourself because I think if we would have taken a uh, IQ test or SAT and then re- revealed the results on the show, it, <laughs> I don't. So you think at this point we're so far in, it's like whatever you got, just there's no need to know. Yeah. I mean, I feel that that you're smart in the areas that you need to be smart in order for me and you to have a conversation and, and likewise. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. that's all. I'm smarter than my wife. It's like, it's like- I mean, as far as street <laughs> smarts. I'm the smartest person in my house. It's almost like we've like how you know how like you see like those weird animals in the jungle that like adapt. It's like they they have like why do why do those birds have those super long beaks and those weird claws? It's like well they need them to crack these nuts open, otherwise they couldn't survive and their species wouldn't. Well, it's almost like I feel like I've done that. Like I've every area of of intelligence that I don't need, and I mean need to survive has slowly shed itself off in the evolution of me as a person. And I've just kept those ones that I do need, um, i.e. sniping ability, quick, uh, fast on my toes, able to stay afloat. Like I've, I've honed, like I've in the jungle. If you were on Hollywood squares, it would, that would mean something. I would be fine on Hollywood squares. Just don't ask me to change my oil. You see my beak has evolved and my feathers have evolved to, to where I need them to be. But you take me out of that jungle, I am effed, right? I'm screwed. Like, I couldn't make it with the polar bears. It's not... Well, this is what I, when I when I talk about the difference in intelligence, street smart versus... I mean, this is just where I'm at. So the other day I was talking on the phone and my wife was out doing something. And I just happened to look out the front window of my house. And, and this is why I get crazy. This is why, like how my brain works differently from my wife's brain. My wife just has this idea of like, Hey, life comes, we deal with it as it comes. There's no reason to get all worried about. And, and that's just not me, obviously very opposite. All right. So I'm looking out the window and I'm talking to my mom on the phone and I see my wife pulling up toward the mailbox. And I've told you before that my, it was a garbage day and the garbage man always leaves my goddamn garbage can in the street in yeah, front of my mailbox. Him. He moves them. He takes them off the easement puts the garbage out and instead of putting them back where he found him, he leaves them blocking my mailbox. Cause though you prefer, we had a there. confrontation and this is his way of being an asshole to me. Yeah, it's so I'm aggressive. like, okay, well in you, everybody you else is thinking them, like, remember? you know, Hey, this guy is being an asshole to you, but really how does it affect you other than you got to take an extra step to pull this thing off the street? Not a big deal. It is a big deal. And I'll tell you why, Uh-oh. because my wife approaches and I see her car approaching. I'm talking to my mom on the phone and I know She's going to try to get mail out of the mailbox without getting out of her car. Well, that's impossible because the ma- the garbage can, which is one of those big, heavy ones that the garbage company gives you sure. on wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hook them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's too close to the mailbox in order for her to be able to get the car in there without getting out. I figure, well, there's one of two things that are going to happen. Actually, strike that. One thing's going to happen. And as I'm talking to my mom, <laughs> I see my wife take my thirty-three, dollars $35,000 truck and smash my garbage can with the front end of my car, which I just got fixed and repaired after the last wreck it had, and, and it starts pushing it. Down the, down. Are you talking about clipping like the side mirror? or No, no. She hit it with the front of the car, like the front bumper of the car. 
hits it, starts pushing it because so she's we're like off by a couple of feet. Is oh, what you're saying. yeah, at least four feet. So she push, she's pushing, and I'm yelling. She's got the window down because she's getting ready to reach in the mailbox. So I'm on the phone with my mom, and I'm yelling, "What the f are you doing? No, no!" And she's smiling back at me, and she's waving, "Hey, what's going on?" And I'm like, "What are you doing?" And my mom's like, "I, I, I'm just going to hang up the phone here. This isn't good for anybody. I just feel really awkward." I'm like, "No, you stay on the phone." So. My wife continues to push this thing and I see her and I'm yelling at her and she waves me off like, oh, you're being ridiculous. And I'm like, I just got this thing detailed, painted, fixed. Then instead of, so now the garbage can is blocking the driveway, right? So instead of getting out or backing out and doing a three point turn, she sideswipes the garbage can. She runs down the side of my car. She makes a wagon wheel turn, drives over my neighbor's lawn, drives over into my neighbor. Like all four tires are in my neighbor's front yard. And then into my driveway and then into the garage. And she comes in and she's like, you're ridiculous. I don't understand what the problem is. Like, what was the big deal? And I don't I, understand. It's crazy. Dude, I get, I get trying to be lazy and reaching out and clipping your side mirror. I don't agree with it, but I get it. I don't get just... <laughs> Just, just barreled over just, like she had your brother's going, old car from the you know from yeah, the early 90s like it was a 76 dodge aspen and she was just <laughs> smashing into stoves you in know the it's alley. funny because i was telling her i said my dad is looking down from heaven right now oh, and he's we, so furious. We, right together rightfully so you know and she's like whatever you're stupid it's like just adding so to your like, vitriol he is going he's looking down because before my dad passed away he could he would only hear me the complaints that i made about like i'd be like i found a huge my dad used to come out and he'd look at dents on my car when my wife came to pick up the kids and he'd be like what's how did this happen she'd be like oh i don't know somebody must have done this Nobody or that. Knows for yeah sure. it was crazy nobody really knows but now in heaven he's looking down and he's going he he sees more than i do so he's probably following her around every time she drives a truck and he's like Oh my God, if Dave could see this right now, this is insane. This is insane. You feel like he's on your side a little more now? He's like, now I I get it. I saw. I did that Sammy Sosa thing. I kissed my fingers, (laughs) tapped him on my chest, and pointed up to to the heavens. And I said, Ron, now you know. You threw your bat and you said, listen. Yeah. Because it's funny, he used to throw his hands up when it came to my mom, would just drive his car into things. And, you know, he would always come home and find new scratches, scrapes. And, you know, he'd. He'd walk down that thing with a fine tooth comb and he'd always find some bark and she'd be dismissive of it. And it's and like, like uh, what can I do? Is that yeah. the difference between, oh, he wouldn't be like, what can I do? He would go crazy. But, right, but my you, wife, you that's her idea is like, what are you going to do? That's just yeah. life, man. Life comes at you. <laughs> and it's us. that's when people, you know, we've been married. It'll be 15 years here in, uh, um, <laughs> I just in June, it'll be, it'll be 15 years in June and, I guess they say opposites attract, but it's like, it's also going to put me in the grave a hell of a lot oh, earlier than I should yeah, be. Yeah. And like, you know, she looks at me and goes like, dude, why do you let this stuff bother you? I'm like, why do you go out of your way to like wreck my shit, man? I don't know. Man. I know you cook me dinner and you take care of the kids and you do all this stuff, but come on, man. I guess there's a scorekeeping of some, of some sort. We just paid the thing off. Well, that's that's when you should take care of it the best, right? <laughs> well, when you own it. Right. She was asking me about my son. She's very concerned because he's, you know, he's a little boy and they're always like forgetful and they don't care. They're not paying attention to stuff. They're just, they're, you know, he's a lot like you. Sure. But he's 10. <laughs> right. Um, and I told her, I said, Wait a minute. you know, he's going to grow out of it. And I said, really, uh-huh. what happens to boys, I believe, and what happened to me was I was the same way until I owned my own things. That's when I started to care. 
You know, because yeah. my dad used to say the same thing about me. Like your brother's Dodge Aspen. I had a I had a Dodge Diplomat, an '86 Dodge Diplomat that I oh, I crashed into more stuff on purpose for you know, and yeah. uh, it was a hunt. I paid a hundred dollars for it, or my dad, you know, it was a hundred bucks. Um, wow. And I didn't care about it, but once you start accumulating things that you're actually spend your hard earned money on, mm. that's when you. Not only that, once you start working to get right. that money, right. once you go like. Yeah, it's no big deal. I just put a debt in it. And when you break it down and you go, wait, oh, dude, three days of work? Yeah, but when you get something three full nice days and you put a dent that? in it. It's like I put a dent in my Dodge Diplomat, whatever, man. A battle scar. Right, right. But, you know, you go and you spend $30,000 on a car. And, I mean, yeah. that's that's probably average, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit above average. But that's a lot of money. That's a commitment that's probably like, what, five to seven years to pay off as, if you're me. Sure. So, to be so reckless, I mean, it just drives me crazy. But it's funny that I wish I could be like... I guess where I'm going with this is I wish I could be like her. That's the craziest care, part. You wish you could be more aloof? I wish I just didn't care. Well, it's certainly nicer. Yeah. I'll tell you what. All this losing I did this week, I did have a minor... It's not a big one. But it it I it counts toward my overall total and my soul. I did have a minor victory this week. I told you I stopped going to um, where where the hell did I used to go? The Mexican place. There was two Mexican places that were dueling in my brain. Uh, Chipotle and uh, well, I'll see to... it doesn't matter because I'll see them in hell. I won't go there anymore. <laughs> You've so, already forgotten. I'm. It's so long ago that I don't care anymore. I'm a Chipotle dude, hundred percent hardcore now. Well, I went there. Qdoba. Qdoba. So Qdoba, right. you're dead to me. You know why? Because maybe you should have people that have clothes that fit, and maybe they shouldn't cock their hat and look at me like they want to fight me over That's a burrito. That's not very uh, pricey. Um, point is this. I went to Chipotle. Um, I've told you before, when I go out, you've seen it before when we've gone out together. I don't like to... I, I like to be as, as easy as I can for the service, Right? I don't like to raise a fuss. I don't like to raise a stink. Nothing like that. Just whatever. However you get my food, that's fine. I just want to get it. I want to go without making any waves because I've waited tables prior. I went to Chipotle. All that being said, I'm in line, right? I want to get my steak bowl, whatever the hell it is. Now, I got my headphones in, so I'm zoning out, just kind of waiting. But after like three or four minutes, I notice nothing's moving. My stuff's done. The person behind me, their stuff is done. Person in front of me, stuff is done. I'm looking at the end of the aisle, and there's this woman who's, I don't know if it's like a cash register issue, coupon issue. I don't know. All I know is it's backing things up. I don't like to make waves, but I also feel awkward. I want to get it moving. It starts to get weird. Like, everyone's looking. We're all done. There's, there's, There's bowls. There's burritos piling up in line. And this woman is still there. She's not arguing, but it seems to be some sort of, like, we can't figure this out. But she's oblivious that we're all waiting for our lunch because of whatever the hell. And if I was her, I would have been. I would have thrown a twenty dollar bill at them and be like, "Can I just eat whatever you made, just so I can stop this line of people behind me staring at me?" Right. But I got one earbud in. I'm zoning out. Finally, I notice, and I'm just like, "What's up?" I kind of look at the guy next to me. I do the whole like, oh, "This chick sucks," right? I do like the elbow move. I look at the person left of me, and I do the, you know, like. Oh. I don't know why the mind's not moving. It's not because of me or you, right? We're normal. She sucks. Finally, she gets done. But it's obvious. Everyone's, 
I mean, it was literally like five to ten minutes. It had been a while. Like we're all sitting there, all of us patiently waiting for her to figure her stuff out. Finally, she moves. It gets to me. I hand the chick my credit card to pay for my burrito bowl or whatever it was. This woman walks back up and says, excuse me, can I, she had like another question. Like she wanted to intervene or get silverware or ask a question about her bill. And the woman was like, hold on, hold on. I'm just finishing up with him. She turns to me like, oh, your total is blah, 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 whatever my total was. And the woman goes, yeah, I just had a quick, I took my credit card out and I literally stuck it like four inches from her face. I stuck it between the employee of Chipotle and the customer that was the problem. I put my credit card between their face. Like this was like some fence that I had made up in my mind. And I just, I, it was the closest I'd come to just stabbing her in the face with my credit card, but I just stuck it in between her face. And I was like, so obvious, like, Hey, whatever you have to do, it ain't important because I'm going to get my stuff right now. Right. And there was like this weird, like awkward pause. Like she wanted to help the lady that was, that had already been a problem, but she gave me a second look and I just did like the, I did like the no, like the left, right face gesture. I was like, mm mm. Whatever she wants, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. Not until I get what I got to get done. Just give me my burrito bowl. But it was so funny because I just have a quick question. And I, it was the closest I'd come to punching a woman in the face in You should have done that thing. Easily weeks. You remember in Footloose where the cop flipped the uh, driver's license off of Ren McCormick's chin? Did you see Footloose? I know you're not a child <laughs> yes, of the 80s. Yes, but yes, 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 yes. You may have seen the remake. They still do it in It that wasn't movie. that far removed from that. She was like... Watch your lip, bud. She was like, just let me handle this customer. And was, Yeah, I just have a question. And I was like, uh-oh. She's going to drop me again. She's going to drop me and take care of this woman who's obviously an issue. So I literally just stuck my credit card in her face. I was like, no, no, no. You're, you're going to just give me my burrito. Cash me out. But it was a small victory for, 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 for customers around the world. One small step for Ben. It was nice. It was nice. And I think next time I may just knock them over. Let me ask you before we get out of here. Um... One of the other things that happened in the pregame show uh, prior to the Super Bowl was um, there was an interview with the president at the White House in the kitchen. Ooh. I guess he's going to be doing something on NBC tomorrow, but he he decided he was going to do a, a little teaser piece where he talked about the Super Bowl okay. and his predictions or, you know, and, and just about whatever. Just being him. Sure. And he had the person who was interviewing him, he, he was talking about how he makes his own craft beer. And he want, he had he her. He does? He does, yes. And he was when? saying. What do you mean when? If you're the president, when? Look at your schedule. He said he made it out of Michelle. Michelle had honey from her garden. He used that. And yeah, was, but you got your, your uh, third in line. Right. Right. He didn't probably make it, but he said he did. saying. If I can't pencil in time to brew beer and the president can, I'm pissed off. So a buddy of mine texted me and said, Dave, if, if you were the president, what's what's in your White House? Because this guy's saying he has a brewing setup. What do you have in your White House? You better and have I thought one. to myself, well, dude, right off the bat, I have a movie theater, which they probably already have, right? Mm. And I have a Hegwish Records. And I also have a guitar center. That's pretty much all I need. I would add a Taco Bell, but, but you're fine. You know what I mean? Because... I love going into Guitar Center and just seeing all the different guitars and all the different. Dr- I don't need the assholes course, that work yeah. there. You can take them people. No, no, no. Yeah. So just an empty Guitar Center, but I want it set up like a Guitar Center. I'm in all the Guitar Center. Isn't that every mom- dude's dream to have all the guitars on the wall on hooks and just go? Yeah, but I want, dude, you want a jam? Plug in. I want the I want the, the the counters with all the stuff in it. I want price tags on stuff because I I don't want any of it. 
I just want to go and play with it a little bit. I want because <laughs> okay. you were. If you could just, if there's any store that you or me could go to and just say, "Hey, man, you you get locked in a store." Remember that mo- that show in the that movie in the eighties? Mannequin? No, 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 no. The other one in the eighties where the guy gets locked in the store overnight. Now it's gonna escape me. Thought but it was anyway, uh, he it was a, it was a, like a super Kmart or a Walmart that the dude worked at. Okay. Anyway, uh, if I could get locked in a store overnight, it would be a guitar center. Who wouldn't? I mean, for sure. Wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would just sit there all day and. and just pluck different guitars off the wall. I don't know. Absolutely. I'd be playing Stairway to Heaven on so many different <laughs> instruments. It would be, I'd be sick of Led Zeppelin by the time I left. You know, the thing about Guitar Center for me is, and I've been playing guitar for a long, long time, but I still feel inadequate no matter who's in there. Like if I plug in, I'm still sort of like shy about it. So I'll course, wait till there's yeah. nobody in the acoustic guitar room and I'll start playing. And you know, yeah. salesmen are, they'll rush in there and be like, Hey man, could I help you out? And then that guy's like, this thing is a nice tone. He takes the yeah. guitar down and he plays like, you know, he's like, he's trying to get you to buy a Takamine for like 1300 bucks. Like, What's up cowboy chords. <laughs> you like this song? Check this <laughs> one out. I'm like, yeah, my budget's somewhere around 75, 80 bucks. You got anything all in right, that? All right, all right. We'll He's like, start. oh, this is a little high end for you. And he takes it out of my hand. He puts it on back up on the sheet. You might want to look at it. Yeah. But I want to, I'd love to be in the MIDI room or the, 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 the room with all the keyboards. I've never really yeah. locked out on a drum kit inside of a guitar center. So that's what my White House would have. It would have a Hegwish Records, the old school Hegwish Records, the one in Merrillville. I would have I an S and J from Highland, but I feel you. Either way, where you could file through old, dusty, nasty mm-hmm. records, and again, no employees. It's just the setup exactly like that is. Um, and you know what? I love Taco Bell too, so that's 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 good. Yeah. Is there anything if, else you'd have in yours? If I would change mine, I would add the occasional employee because I like that dude knows some stuff, and I want to bounce some things off of him. I like the idea of jumping on the electric drum kit and putting the headphones on and going like and playing like a couple headphones or like changing it to where the setting is like car noises. So when you hear the snare, it's like uh, 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 or some weird. Don't you always feel when you're in those places though that like Ooh, you're yeah. you're totally be you there's nowhere where you can go and be more judged. It's almost like being a high school girl. You go in there and there's like the drum tech. He like you know he's spinning a drumstick around Welcome behind to my the world, counter. Dude, I feel that way at every store in the world. Are you kidding me? That's but a, you, I walk my life that. Have way. you ever sat down at one of those electric drum kits? I don't go to work without feeling judged. I, ever, I, I wake up in the morning. I wake up in the morning and I pour my cereal and I'm immediately like, oh shit, I poured <laughs> that too much milk. I should have the stupid bowl. This is the wrong bowl to use. But you know what I'm saying? Have you ever plugged <laughs> yes. into one of those electronic drum kits? Of course. And you see and the guy. I always put the silly sounds on. Never, ever, ever fails where the dude immediately will come up to you and like sort of like put his hand on the drum and start talking to you about buying the drum. He doesn't want to hear you playing. Yeah. You know, you're awful. He wants to know if you're interested in purchasing that shit you're how, playing with. That's somebody I'd like to interview is like, how awful does it have to be to work there and hear every guy that brings his kids or every dude comes in and, you know, I'm a guitar player, but I also play drums because I have a drum kit. So i sort of yeah, teaching yeah, myself. Yeah. It's never stopped me from going in there and trying to rock out on a of drum course kit. Not. But these guys have to just be like, that are actually like, that's what they do. They're like, dude, just go back yeah. to the guitar area. Because in your mind, that's the one spot like where you can sneak in on a drum set and jam out for a minute and, and have a good time. But it's not because <laughs> no. they're watching you. Or I would, I would even take it a step further, the DJ equipment. I don't know how to do no. 
yeah. mixing at all. But they always have one set up. And I go in the room with the weird lights and the smoke machines, and I'm like, wicky, 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 wicky. I start like throwing. I start throwing around. The dude's like, yeah, hey, that one's one seventy nine. If you if you buy Pro Tools, you're gonna. Be, yeah, no, I just I, I, I just, just wanted to scratch on this. Like, for a I've been pushing buttons for twenty five minutes. <laughs> you mind taking a cell phone picture of me scratching this record? I, then I'm out. That's all I really want. I just keep pushing this button over and over, waiting for a sound to come out so I can go wicky, wicky, walk away. It's that simple. It's that simple. Well, uh, that is episode 93. I do want to say thank you again to uh, Jessica Hernandez. Uh, that was It ended up being a really good episode for us, hopefully because her fans, she, she did tweet it. She did Facebook yeah. it. So hopefully her people uh, got to hear our podcast and enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully every, you guys all got to hear the music that I played from her. Yeah, it's and really, you it's really fans good music, her. man. It's funny because uh, I don't I, ride with a lot of people. You know that. Right, so that should right. tell you something. You don't like many things, so if you do like it, you should probably check it out for a minute. I, uh, I've i been slowly trying to brainwash my kid, right? So I play a lot of toadies in the car for him. And uh, he, he refers to the toadies as zombie killing music because he just says, I don't know. Like, he just thinks that he's like, he's way into zombies. So, like, it's kind of aggressive. And I played Jessica Hernandez and the Delta's latest record for him in the car while we were just cruising around with my son. And uh, he was like, is it zombie music? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just figured I'd, like, let him figure right. it out. And he was like, no, no, Dad, this is zombie dance music. Zombie dance music. So so from then on, if I say, like, if he goes, hey, zombie dance music, I go, all right. Jessica yeah, what are you Hernandez. feeling? Yeah. Zombie dance music? Zombie, you want zombie music. killing music or zombie dance music? So Fair uh, enough. And this, you can't beat it, man. Network. Check out our uh, check out our network's website, thesupernauts.com. Um, you could click on our episode and then um, leave comments or, you know, whatever questions you have. And there's usually every, you know, every episode, there's a bunch of back and forth going on in there. And you could check out all the other shows on the Supernauts Network. Also, a friend of mine asked me, he said, hey, man, I've gone through every show there is. I'm I'm looking for a new series to watch. Um, I told him The Fall with Jillian Anderson. He told me that it wasn't that great. And he was he wanted me to redeem myself. So I will tell you, if you have if you have access to Cinemax, check out a show called Banshee. If you haven't seen Banshee yet. Check it out. I'm telling you, it's it's sort of a sleeper, and, I, and it's one of those ones that I haven't really told everybody about. I've sort of kept close to the vest because I like it so much. I don't want anyone else to enjoy it. I want it to be for me. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but there is an abundance of really good-looking ladies in this show. There's a lot of really crazy violence. The stories are awesome. It's sort of like a comic booky. In the way that it's shot, there's a lot of weird cinematography, but it is an all-around great show if you're into, like, action, violence, um, and uh, organized crime stuff. So, Banshee on Cinemax. What do you got? Anything? Parting words? I just got the TuneIn Radio app. Awesome app. The TuneIn Radio app. Um, our friend Jason Fallman, at Jason Fallman, he's <clears throat> kfugradio.org uh, out on the West Coast. I've had trouble listening to him because I'd either be at work or with my family or doing something now that i got this app dude if you're busy or at work or if you have anything you got going on um what is it tune in radio app you yeah. put it on your phone and you can get any radio station so that's how i've been listening to him on the fallout shelter which is friday from 8 to 10 central our time uh six to eight their time but uh it's really great it's been it's uh he always promotes us and he always talks about us i've been able to listen to it live and tweet him and it's been awesome so um it's free check it out all right check out uh jason fallman check out the tune in app check out jessica hernandez 
check out Banshee and uh, we're checking out. Check out my melody. What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Can't you tell that your tie's too wide? Maybe I should buy some old tab collars. Welcome back to the age of jive. Where have you been hiding out lately, honey? You can't dress trashy till you spend a lot of money. Everybody's talking about the new sound. Funny, but it's still rock and roll to me. What's the matter with the car I'm driving? Can't you tell that it's out of style? Should I get a set of white wall tires? Are you gonna cruise the Miracle Mile? Nowadays you can't be too sentimental Your best bet's a true baby blue continental Hot funk, cool punk Even if it's old junk It's still rock and roll to me